Well, for fans of Parramatta Eels or the Canberra Raiders or the New Zealand Warriors in the NRL or St Kilda or Fremantle and in recent times the Western Bulldogs or Sydney and even Adelaide and Carlton, a premiership drought, a championship drought, even just a finals drought is... It's a lot to go through, and many footy fans would be being drawn to the story of the Detroit Lions at the moment, who in the first round of the NFL playoffs, they won their first playoff game since 1991. They backed it up uh, with a win in week two, and now they're through to the NFC Conference Championship. It's essentially the preliminary finals. I've got to take on the number two seed, the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco, but it is a feel-good story. It is the Cinderella story, and we can all get behind that. So I thought we'd head over to Detroit to see how it's all shaping up and just to hear what it's like to have been a Detroit fan. And there's none bigger than the host of the official Detroit Lions podcast, the Pride podcast. Tyler Sawa has been good enough to jump on. Tyler, hello, mate. Hey, how are you guys doing? Uh, look, we're very good. Tell us how it is right now in Detroit. Explain the emotion and the excitement and everything that's happening in your city right now. Uh, it's crazy right now. It's something that we haven't, I mean, I've never experienced in my whole lifetime. I'm 22 years old and, you know, being in Detroit for the last two weeks was there last weekend versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers and was there two weeks ago when they won their first playoff game in over 30 years. Uh, when they beat the Rams, it, it, it's an amazing atmosphere. Um, when you walk the city of Detroit, when they're winning these games now, it just feels like everyone's your friend. It feels like it's been family. It, it feels like you've known the person your whole entire life, just giving everyone a high five, even some hugs around there. I mean, it's been a great feeling just to be part of this whole football team and you know, seeing the city really get the benefit of winning right now because something most of us haven't seen. So, it's been amazing, man, and we're looking forward to continuing it hopefully this Sunday versus San Francisco 49ers and punching our tickets to the Super Bowl for the first time in franchise history, which would be an unreal moment. So, Tyler, there's a few numbers that I think we need to, to go through just to give people an understanding, if they don't have it already, of how how much Detroit have struggled since that 1970 merger because they were actually quite successful before that. They'd, they'd won some titles and they'd had some success, but since 1970... How many playoff games had Detroit won until this season? They've only won one playoff game in the Super Bowl era. Uh, so that would mean that there is no Super Bowls in the cupboard and there are no Super Bowl appearances in the cupboard. Is that right? That is correct. So going along with that, hand in hand has also been that given what's happened with the state of the automotive industry, the, 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 the number one employer of Detroit, it was it's called the Motor City for a reason. That the city itself has gone through some pretty significant economic struggles, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, especially 2008 was the lowest of the low in, in the city of Detroit. And, you know, obviously we've seen, we just talked about the Lions and how they're rebounding very well. We've seen the city over the last, you know, I would say the last 10 years have rebounded really well. And we're slowly but surely getting back to, you know, the city that people like want to be you know you, you want to be a big city you want to be a destination spot for people to come in and and feel welcome and, and i feel detroit over like i said the last 10 years they're just getting better and better progressively every single year they're not there fully yet but you, you could tell the city you know the, the, they're putting a lot of money into it and these playoffs and, and winning success is definitely helping 
forward to that for sure. Now, before we talk about this season and, and all that it's been, set the sporting landscape up for us in Detroit from the point of view of the other major franchises. How, how are the Detroit Pistons going at the moment? Yeah, I mean, the other Detroit teams, we're slowly but surely seeing a little bit of a rise, but there was a point, you know, I would say from 2017 to probably this year, right? Like, all the teams were rebuilding at the same exact time. It was the Lions, the Tigers, the Pistons, and the Red Wings. Some of those teams are still, you know, struggling right now, like the Pistons. But um, for the most part, like, we're seeing a lot more positive. We're seeing a lot more wins in the city. We're seeing the Lions playing the NFC Championship the first time for a lot of our, our lifetimes. We're seeing the Detroit Red Wings right now in a playoff chase right now uh, with, a, with a bit, I think, three more months to play in the season. And then we even have the Tigers. Some people excited for them this season. Um, it seems like a manageable division to potentially win this this year. So, you know, we're definitely seeing an uh, increase and in an incline of the Detroit Sportings in general. And, you know, it's all sorts of Detroit lines and they're winning. And it has brought a lot of buzz to the city and, and to the other sports teams. Talking to Tyler Sawa, who's the host of the Detroit Lions official podcast, the Pride podcast. Um Tyler, so there hasn't been a whole lot to cheer about from a sporting point of view, but nothing comes close to having the impact to cut through to being as big from a sporting point of view as the NFL. It is the biggest ticket in town. It is the most watched um, and most engaged with sport by far, really, in the country. And for some cities, the, the pride in the city sort of hangs on the pride in the the, the sporting team. Is that a bit of the case with Detroit? I mean, how big a lift has this given the city with what they've been able to achieve, doubling their amount of playoff wins in, in one season. For sure. Yeah. And you just mentioned it itself. The NFL is the King, you know, they are the number one sport in America. And like I said, I was in Detroit for the last two weeks and it, it's been a completely different type of vibe these last two weeks than I've ever seen. And I, and I go to a lot of sporting events. If that is Lions games, Tiger games, Piston games, Rutgers games, whatever it is, I, I go to the city pretty frequently and, and you know obviously see what the atmosphere and vibe is around the you know the city that day and I could say the last two weeks is something I can't ever compare to what I've ever seen is the numerous events I've been to I can't compare what I've seen the last two weeks like I said everyone is just excited happy and it just kind of feels like it's like family and friends like I mentioned earlier like you you give a high five to someone like you're having that connection with those people because you know they they've been through the thing that you've been through and it, it's just it's been awesome it's really hard to describe it's kind of one of those things you kind of got to be there to really experience it but it's been freaking awesome the last two weeks so so on the flip side of that Tyler I mean we've got some teams in our in our sporting codes in Australia and Aussie rules football you know St Kilda are a bit like the New York Jets they've only won um, won what you guys would call a championship we call it a premiership uh, as in 1966. Um, so they've only got the one. It's been a long time coming. We've got some teams that have still never won a, a premiership. They haven't been in the uh, the league for as long, but they are still looking for their first title win. You guys have been there for since well since well before 1970. You know, way back in the day. What's it been like to be a Detroit Lions fan your whole life when you speak to fans of other? NFL teams. What is the life and what's the existence been like of a, of a Detroit Lions fan? Yeah, I love that you asked that question. I mean, before, you know, it's a lot of people just making fun of you and saying, oh, why do you, why do you still care about this football team? They just let you down every single year. Like, well, why, why are you still so invested into this football team? And it's, it, it's, it, 
I always say this. You need a little adversity to feel the the, the winning, right? Like, the the winning feels so much better now because we've never seen it before. Um, I, I think if I grew up and the team was just always good and they were always winning, that would be amazing, obviously. But, like, it wouldn't feel the same way that I'm feeling right now. I, I think it means a little bit more mm. to have – to go through all that adversity, see all the losing, you know, and, and be a fan through it all and stick with the football team and finally seeing the positive off- outcomes of it, I think it, it means even more to the people that have stuck with the team for so many years. But, yeah, before, I mean, even around the city, you know, like friends, family make fun of me, you know, why are you wasting your time? Why Why are you Why are you disappointed that they lost the game? You know, like it's stuff like that. But now it's like, Everyone, every, everyone's a Lions fan. Yeah, everybody talks to you in the city. They're a Lions fan. Every friend, family, anyone you see, you know, around the city, they, they, they all, they're all cheering for the football team right now. So, what has been the turnaround? So, I mean, even the serendipity of getting that first playoff win against the LA Rams. You know, Matt Stafford was a favorite son of Detroit, but felt like if he was going to experience the ultimate, he needed to do it elsewhere. And he did with the Rams. And then in that trade, you guys got Jared Goff, who wasn't able to get the win in the play in the Super Bowl. He went to with the Rams. Your coach, Dan Campbell is actually a former tight end for a couple of years before he left to, to get a Super Bowl with New Orleans. So he, all the talk is around that he has decided to make some big changes in the culture of that franchise. What, what is it that has turned this team around? I think it's those two guys you just mentioned. I mean, especially Dan Campbell and, and Brad Holmes, the general manager that they hired, you know, they, they had a, a big duty to turn around a roster that just, you know, wasn't there. The previous regime, Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn didn't leave them the best foot, but you know, the, the ownership, they were patient with these two guys and, you know, they've just done the right thing since they got here. Uh, doing their players right, um, making great decisions when it comes to the offseason as far as drafting the right players, signing the right players, getting great players that fit their culture. That's the big thing in the Detroit Lions since these two guys have taken over Holmes and, and Campbell is getting the culture right because that's something that the Lions has always been an issue for for it feels like so many years is, is the culture. And it feels like it was really ruined before these guys came in. And they made that a priority, number one, that they're going to fix this culture. And it, it all comes down to what I just mentioned, drafting right guys that fit this culture, signing right guys that fit this culture. And it wasn't all great at first. The first year was really rough. Obviously, that was a big transition year. And then the second year, the start wasn't great, but we saw middle in the season, you know, the team got hot. And pretty much since then, they've really, you know, written that that momentum they've had since the middle of the season all the way till now. And now they have an opportunity this Sunday to punch their ticket and go to the Super Bowl for the first time in franchise history. Well, there was a guy back in the day in 2011-2012 called Ben Graham, who was an Aussie uh, AFL star, um, and he went over to the U.S. to become a punter. And he uh, played for a few different franchises, uh, including uh, my New York Jets. Um, but he also uh, spent a couple of years with the Detroit Lions. He's wearing his Detroit Lions uh, jersey with a lot of pride at the moment. So there's an Australian connection in terms of players. Um, and I think there'd be a lot of Aussies who are going to jump on the bandwagon and hopefully uh, ride the fairy tale story uh, all the way to a Super Bowl appearance for you guys, mate. Good luck with it. That's awesome. Thank you so much.